Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into today's lesson. Father, we thank you and we praise you. Oh, Lord, so many things, so many miraculous things that have happened all this week, and we give you the praise and the honor and the glory for it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are our healer. You're our deliverer, and we bless you and thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this is Healing Week. And we've had some marvelous things happen. I want you to do this right now, kcm.org slash notes. Download your, the, the notes for this broadcast because everything, all the words, all the scriptures, everything will be on there and you can follow right along and you'll have it later to, to teach from and so forth. Very, very important. Join me again today in welcoming Richard Roberts to this broadcast. Thanks, Richard. Kenneth. Oh, man, thank you so much for thank coming for doing the invitation. this with me. I, it's an I, honor. It has been so good. I just... Oh. What a joy to see you stirred up all week. Oh, You've been stirred I, up I've been stirred week. up all week yeah. long, man. I I'll tell you, much. the joy of the Praise Lord is God. just all over me. And, and I've just sat here and got healed <laughs> and everything else. Glory to God. All of you that have received from the Lord this, it's, it's all this week, it's big for us to hear your testimony. It, it, it causes the same reaction that on Richard and me right now, and Gloria and I read these testimonies, and it's important for you to testify. Yes, it is. Jesus Say it. caused that woman that got healed of the issue of blood, he saw to it that she testified, that she, she said what had happened to her. Mm -hmm. It's a big thing. Yes, it is. Amen. It's big for you, too. Hallelujah. Richard, let's go to the fifth chapter of John. All right. And um, I'm just, I'm impressed of the Lord for you to read this. this to just read us on into this and take us into this situation. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up into Jerusalem and there was at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 38 years that he had been now a long time in that case Excuse me, Jesus saw him lie there, beg your pardon, and knew that he had been there a long time. In that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? Sir, do you want to be well? I know what I'd say if he asked me that. <laughs> uh, the impotent man answered, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I'm coming, another steppeth down in front of me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And the same day was the Sabbath. If I could skip down to the 14th verse. Yes, sir. Afterwards, Jesus findeth him in the temple and saith unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. And the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him whole. Praise God. 
This man had been in that situation for a long time. And perhaps you have been in the situation you're in for a long time and you thought you'd never get out. Well, Jesus picked out this man, 38 years in the same condition. And maybe that's your story. And Jesus asked him a question, a very simple question. Do you want to be well? I know what I would say. This man said, well, wait a minute, Jesus. I don't have anyone to put me in the pool for when the angel comes, somebody gets in front of me. You know, it's easy to blame it on someone else. And Jesus cut right through that and said, rise, take up your bed and walk. Now, Kenneth, I've always believed that when Jesus said rise, he was talking to the man's spirit. Mm -hmm. The man had been mm -hmm. down a long time. And when you get down... You can tell by the answer he was... Yeah. He was you, you think yeah. you're not ever going to get up again. Yeah. So he was talking to the man's spirit on the inside when he said rise. You'll never get up on the outside until you first get up on the inside. Rise to his spirit man. Take up your bed. Now he spoke to him to do something physical. Well, he couldn't carry that bed, but now the healing power of Jesus is touching him. He's getting in touch with that. Jesus had spoken to him and said, rise, now take up your bed, pick up that which has carried you. It's carried you, now it's time for you to carry it. Rise, take up your bed and walk, re-enter humanity. Say goodbye to this place of sickness, mm -hmm. sin, disease, fear, doubt, oh, yeah. demonic activity, loss, lack. Say goodbye to that. Rise, take up your bed and walk. And the man's spirit rose up so that his body could rise up and so he could walk and go into the temple with them and rejoice and praise God. He got an entire lifestyle change. Everything about him was transformed that day. Praise God. Amen. This, mm, this really represents humanity today. Yes, it is. Sick everywhere. But in particularly our day and hour, the more you talk to people, the more you hear them blame everybody from the government to the, the Republicans, the Democrats. They blame their family. They blame everybody in Well, my doctor didn't my do doctor this. My doctor didn't do what he's supposed to do. Or and the medicines didn't work. And besides that, you know, I don't know why God let this happen to me in the first place. And, and, and well, you know, maybe he just, I don't know. And, and they're mad. And, yeah. They're upset. They're angry. And they're mad. They're blaming everybody. And you notice there's a, there's a, there's a track. You, you just said it. When Satan comes and he starts feeding a person lies, mm -hmm. and, and they might say, no, 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 I don't, uh-uh, that, that ain't right. Satan, you lying to me, get out of the way. No, no, no. Well, yeah, but you know, you're, you're really talented. Mm -hmm. And um, you're, look, I mean, you know, you, 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 if you'd have gone in business instead of going into ministry, look what you could have done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you get to listening to that. And you open up that hedge. Yeah. And then you, first thing you know, you're getting mad at people. Yeah. And then you, you start, start coming out of your mouth. That, and now when, when that happens, that's when the devil starts building on it. Mm -hmm. And the, the first things he does is get you in unforgiveness because you're mad at all those people that caused all this and the ones that got your money and the ones that are not giving you the respect you're supposed to have. It isn't just one or two. That's the way the devil works and brings people to a place of sickness and down and broke and wiped out. And that's the picture of this man. That's the picture of this 38 man. 38 years in that condition. Yeah. So now, in walks Jesus. 
And every time I read that part where he says, I have no man. Uh, sir, there's one standing right there by you. <laughs> Amen. He's the man. Yes. He is the man. The man that you need is right there with you right now. Praise God. But he gave, it, he gave the man something to do. He didn't do it all. I don't think God does it all. I think he expects us to participate. We have to, but, Richard. But we, we've been given a choice. My dad used to say, without God, I cannot. But without me, he will not. That we've got to do our part. We've got to use our faith. Now, Jesus can say, rise, take up your bed and walk until the cows come home. But until the man rises, takes up his bed Nothing and starts happened. to walk, nothing's going to happen. There is a, there's a divine connection, but we've got to connect on our side. We've got, we got to obey. Jesus was giving him a command. Man, he didn't Praise say, would God. you please get up? He said, rise, take up your bed and walk. Now, there's a moment there where the man could have done a lot of things. He could have said, well, get, get, you're not my angel. You're not, you're, not, you're not putting me in the pool. No, 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 no. He decided to act on what the, on what the man did. of God said. And when he acted on it, something supernatural spontaneously came into his life. Suddenly, he rose up on the inside. And the next thing you know, he was standing up, picking up his bed, carrying it, and going into the temple because he acted on the Word of God. And that's what this program is all about, helping you to activate the Word of God in your life. It's not just so you can see Kenneth and Gloria Copeland on television. It's so you can take the words that they bring you because words are powerful powerful words. And when this word gets in you and when you accept it and when you refuse to reject it and say, that's mine, I'm going to activate it in my life. First thing you know, you're starting to have miracles in your life. Mm. Mm. It's happening. Minister to the people. <laughs> right now, what is it that's been holding you back 38 years or three years and eight months or 38 weeks or 38 days or however long it's been? What is it? What is it that's come against you? Is it fear? Is it lack? Is it discouragement? Is it depression? Are you angry? Are you angry at somebody? Is it sickness and disease and you've, you've taken all the medicines and somehow you still haven't gotten well? Or have you had surgery and, and it just didn't correct what needed to be corrected? Or is it something else? Is, something that, is it something crooked in your life? A crooked bone? Or have you done something that's crooked and, and nobody knows about it? Or, or, or do you just feel like this whole load of guilt is on you? What is it that's been holding you down for all this time? And you're waiting for somebody else to come in and solve the problem. I got news. We're bringing you the problem solver today. That's Amen. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. He's saying to you, rise, take up your bed and walk. Reenter humanity in the authority of Jesus' name. I pray over you right now. I curse this attack. And I say to you, rise up in your spirit man and your spirit woman. Rise up on the inside. And now begin to get up and move and say, I'm not going to stay in this place any longer. I'm not going to be in this attitude. I'm going to rise up. I'm going to get up and I'm going to get back to doing the things that God has commanded me to do. And those dreams and those visions that I thought were lost and dead, they're coming back to life again. Amen. And I'm going to be obedient to God in Jesus' mighty name. And watch what happens. Watch the miracle that God begins to do in your life. Amen. I, while, while you were talking there, um, I see this woman in a darkened room. She just flipped on the television for something to watch. And we we're there and just so despondent and, and has just closed yourself off. I just hear the word of the Lord telling you, get up and turn the lights on in that room. Get up and realize you're a child of God. You don't have any business thinking like this. You are not finished. You're not broken. Now get up, get in that kitchen in there and, be, and begin fixing supper or whatever it is. And 
Mama's back. Praise God. Just make the announcement to the whole family. Mama's back and we're going for God in this house and we're, we're going to come back to the place where we once were. We're going back to church. We're going to get stronger every day. And I'll tell you right now, the devil is not going to pull me down any longer. I'm a free woman. I'm a free man. And I'm walking in the power of God today. Watch the devil begin, Amen. To, leave. Yo, begin yeah. to leave your house. He has no defense. Watch begin to leave your circumstances. Praise God. When you resist him with words like he just spoke, he has to flee. He has to flee. It's, it's a done thing. The, the orders have been, given, have been given. Jesus has already said in his word, you resist him, he will flee. But we've got to say it. You've got to say it. And then put some action to yeah. it. And I, <clears throat> I remember hearing your dad say this, mark my life forever. He said, if you can't move anything but your little finger, oh, 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 start oh. moving it. Start moving it. We were in the invalid room one night. They had brought this young girl, about nine years old or so, and they had, they had tied a board onto a wheelchair. And then they, because she was just board stiff herself. She, she's just stiff as that board. And they, they put her on there and strapped her to the board. And uh, he had ministered on that that night. Well, my job was to take the, uh, make a, uh, an outline as he, as he preached. And, and then go over that for, the, for five, six, seven minutes while he's on his way down there. Well, I'd done that. Told about the little finger. And uh, because he, that's what he said that night. And I said, now, don't forget your little finger. You got to mm -hmm. move something. Mm -hmm. She couldn't move anything but her eyeballs. And so she's doing this. <laughs> her eyes are going around and around and around. Well, we, he walked in there and we laid hands on some people. And then he walked right over there to her and he put his hands on her. I was standing on one side and he was standing on the other. And her eyes are just dancing. Oh, they're just dancing. And all of a sudden she shut it. She said, Mama, untie me. I'm healed. I'm healed. She said, Oh, now, baby. No, Mama, untie me right now. Get me out of this. <laughs> so she untied her and off that board she jumped. That action she took went all over her whole physical body. She ran around that room just running and shouting, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. I preached in Denver. And there was a woman in the front row in a wheelchair. And when I prayed for her, I said, if all you can do is move a little finger, yep. start moving it. Now, I'm sure there were those in the crowd who thought, well, what a cruel thing to do, Richard, to say. But I looked over there and she was moving her little finger. Yeah. I prayed for somebody else and looked over, she was moving her hand. And then I looked and prayed for others and she, I looked over, she's, she's doing this, she's moving her arms. And I prayed for others and she's moving her legs. Next thing I knew, I looked and the wheelchair was empty. Yes, sir. And she was walking throughout the church, healed by the power of God. And Lindsay and I watched her push her own wheelchair to the parking lot. Praise but she God. started, you know. Yes, sir. Something happens when you start, but you can't start without beginning. You, you, you gotta can. start. You, you can't start in the middle. You've got to start. Richard, I, I, I know this is true. I've never had this happen to me, of course, but I, I know it's true. When you've been in that shape a long time, you haven't moved anything in a long time. You have a tendency to wait until 
you feel some kind of powerful force do something to you first. Yeah, but Jesus wasn't talking about that. No, no. He, he, he was saying, I, I'm providing healing. Now you make the move. You make the move. That's the reason for this. Exactly. I, if I can't do anything but wiggle a toe, I, I'm going to do something in response to what's been ministered to me. And then the flow comes because it's faith activated. Mm-hmm. That activates faith. Words and action. Notice he also said uh, later on in verse 14, he said, you are made whole. He's confirming that the man was well. But he said, sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. I've seen a lot of people lose their healing because after they receive a miracle, they go back into the same way of thinking, the same lifestyle that they were before, and the first thing you know it, that healing is gone. And Jesus is giving us all a warning. All the Uh miracles that have happened this week, we need to learn how to give Him thanks and give Him praise and take a good, honest, uh, objective look at ourselves. And like David said, look in me, God, see if there's anything in me that doesn't need to be in me. And just cast that out and say, Lord, I'm not going to live like that. I'm not going to think that way. I'm not going to turn the lights off in my life. No, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to go back to church. I'm going to get back into my Bible. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a friend. I'm going to be a, a, someone to help those that are around me and in my family. I'm going to plant good seeds and I'm not going to be like I was. That's what Jesus was saying. Lest a worse thing come upon you. Because sometimes you find somebody who's lost a healing and they're 10 times worse off than before. Well, that's, and that's not what that's God's scriptural. will is. That's scriptural. That's right. Yes, so we got to learn how to, we got to learn how to move. Jesus said to Peter, when Peter said, depart from me for I'm a sinful man, no, 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 get up. I'm going to make something out of you. Make something out of your life. I'm going to make you a fisher of men. I want to be a fisher of men. I want something to be made out of me. When something happens to me, when I make a mistake, when I goof up, when I have a problem, I say, Lord, I'm sorry. I repent. I'm not going to do that anymore. I reject that. And that's what he was telling this man. You got to reject that and you got to start fresh and clean. Get into an environment where people will encourage you and not put you down. Get out of there. I mean, well, I just don't, don't, don't start whining around about it. Just get up and get out of there, dear Lord. Jesus is changing things in your entire environment. Don't sit there and follow the, all of that other. Get up and follow Jesus and lead the way out of there. And the family will follow you out of there if you just get up and do it right now. Just make those declarations. But I'm going to tell you something. You're going to have to stay in the Word. You're going to have to praise God every day. Like Richard said, you have to get up in the morning and start praising God for all that's good, all you have. He is worthy of your praise beyond your imagination. Now listen to this. When we pray, we come into His presence. When we praise, He comes into ours. He inhabits the praises of his people. And you in that, you, you get up in the morning, you start praising God. I'm telling you, things activate in me. That's what Paul and Silas did. Now they Yes, they, they did. You say, well, now you don't know what I've been through. Look, Paul and Silas had been beaten within an inch of their lives, and they're in the prison. And yet in the middle of it, they began to praise God. Loud. They weren't praising God because they were in prison, but because they were in prison, they were praising God. Yes, sir. And when they did, a miracle came. 
the prison cell was shaken by an earthquake and the jail was open and he wound up, they wound up leading the jailer and his family to the Lord. And when you begin to praise and worship, when the praise goes up, the walls begin to come down and the miracles begin to come in your life. You don't have to thank God for the situation you're in, but in the middle of the situation you're in, you need to thank God. That's and so. when you thank him and when you give him praise, now all of a sudden you give him unction to help get you out. And that's when he floods the place, yeah. man. He comes in there. And your attitude changes. The way you <laughs> think, the way you talk, everything changes. Absolutely. That's what happened to, that's what happened to Paul. And, and he's no respecter of persons. If he can do that in Paul's life, he can do that in your life. Absolutely. When David, you know, David praised God, the scripture says, with every fiber of his being. Yeah. Now, you start doing that. You're going to come to a place somewhere that your flesh don't want to go anymore now. Sure. You, it's going to get, I don't want to do that. Come on, man. The sacrifice of praise is when you praise God because He's God and you praise God because you love Him and because He loves you and you just say, well, flesh, you're just going, we're going to do this whether you like it or not. And that's, man, the manifestation of God's power, the scripture says, will stop the devil. He said it was still the enemy. And we're out of time. <laughs> Brother Richard and I'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed this teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes.